Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to our show today, Living Well with Zenobia Bailey. And I know it's been a little while since we have had uh, a guest on that I have interviewed, and it's also been a little while since we have expanded the show to the 30 minutes that we started with. But I have both of those for you today, and our guest is a wonderful woman that I recently met, and her name is Sonia Cook. Sonia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ms. Zenobia, for having me. Um, This is a pleasure and an honor to be able to talk to your audience this evening, so thank you so much for having me. Oh, we are the ones that are going to be blessed. And I do want to say to everybody, it's been about three years now that I have been wrestling with and contemplating and talking with various people about mindset and the impact that a negative mindset has on our lives. I knew that this was something that I could broach by myself, but I really didn't want to. And I have actually, to be very honest, I have had um, a couple of guests that keep put, or, or potential guests, that kept pushing it back and pushing it back. They wanted to do it, they said, but time didn't seem right. One person I had actually scheduled and they had to cancel, and I know that life happens, but all of that to say that I believe with all my heart, Sonia, that you were the person that was supposed to speak to us today. So again, I want to say welcome, and for those of you who have not seen the promo on the show We entitled it Relationships, subtitled Breaking Free from Negative Influences. And Sonia is the person that is just so broadly uh, qualified and comes with much experience that I hardly know where to jump in, Sonia, to be honest. But why don't we begin by you sharing from your heart what it was that made you say yes to today's invitation. Well, thank you again, Ms. Zenobia. And like I said, it is a pleasure to be on your show, to speak with you and your audience. Um, When you outreached to me via LinkedIn, I was very surprised because I was just uh, starting my blog back up, uh, Sonia's Mentor Moments, And my goal is to try to put something out there and write about something that I feel passionately about, but something that I feel like that would affect most women for the most part because that is my target audience. And I believe a lot of times that we entertain sometimes knowingly and unknowingly unhealthy relationships that have a negative effect on us. And that negative effect could be keeping us from – achieving the goals that we want. It could keep us in an unhealthy relationship, which which is not bearing any fruit. Um, It is allowing us just to stay stagnant in one place. And so I felt like that 
writing about healthy relationships was something that most of us women could relate to. That's that's good because I did neglect to say how it was that we even met. And um, I know that it was through LinkedIn, but it was uh, based on an article that you had written. And I had no idea that you had just restarted uh, and 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 rechanneled your blog. So again, I think that that's uh, very indicative of the fact that you were the person that really was supposed to be on the show to handle this particular topic. And the other thing about Sonia, <clears throat> uh, she is a personal development coach. Uh, she's a life strategist and mentor. She lives in Indianapolis, and if you've heard me talk about some of the places that I've been, I didn't live in Indianapolis proper, but I did a lot of business in Indianapolis. In fact, I used to live about 20 minutes south of Indianapolis in Greenwood, but Sonia and I never met. Uh, she not at is, all. Uh, not at all. She's also uh, affiliated with uh, and you're going to tell us more about all of this, a Girl Talk Incorporated. It's her, I shouldn't say it, just affiliated. This is your company, is it not? Yes, it is. It is. Girl Talk is a eight-week empowerment program for girls ages 10 to 18 years of age where, where we provide a platform for them to kind of talk about the issues and challenges that they face growing up, puberty, high school, that we've all have faced. And a lot of times, you know, young girls don't want to talk to their moms because moms know everything or don't know anything. And sometimes they just need someone that can care about them to talk to because if they're out there talking to their girlfriends, that's like the blind leading the blind. And if they're out there talking to somebody that don't that doesn't care about them, then, of course, they could be steered in the wrong direction. And so we provide them with a non-judgmental platform where they can kind of talk to us and tell us what's going on um, tell us what's going on in the streets, what they're dealing with in school, at home, in their personal lives in terms of peer pressure and, and boyfriends, and then we try to give them the tools to make better decisions regarding those um, issues going forward. You know, we try to – we have programs such as finance. We talk about loving the skin you're in, which is about self-esteem and uh, self-awareness. Uh, we talk about SAT, GPA scores, how that affects them going forward. We talk about branding because there's a lot of kids on social media, and what they often don't understand is what you put out there is representation of who you are. And so well, we so try to get them to, yeah, we try to get them to understand that, you know, hey, what you do has a consequence. So we just try to give them the tools to make better decisions regarding the issues and the challenges that they're facing now. Okay, and I do want you to talk more. We will talk more about Girl Talk. But I also want to let the audience know that you have a heart for volunteerism. In, in addition to uh, the uh, Girl Talk Incorporated, you uh, volunteer with Project Home Indie, uh-huh. Girls Inc., uh-huh. um, a Vision Summer Beauty Camp, and uh-huh. Big Brothers and big sisters, and that's an armful and a half. I used to um, be a big sister, and that alone is a huge undertaking. So my hat is really off to you, Sonia, 
And I just want to commend you and thank you for investing in community in the way that you do. It's thank a, you so that's, much. It's a it's a it's a wonderful undertaking, and I know it comes with sacrifice. It has to. Volunteerism uh, is about sacrifice, and uh, seeing a bigger picture and giving to others. And so, thank you. Thank you, thank you for doing that. Thank you so much. I really do uh, have a joy for doing this. Um, I was the only girl out of seven boys. I lived in the home with three, sometimes four, and then my father had a few boys, but I was the only girl. And a lot of times I didn't have anybody to talk to. Um, My mother was a great mother, but she had things going on, and I had aunts and uncles, but it's nothing like having someone close to your age right there by you to talk to. And so when I got into a lot of things that I got into, some were my fault and some weren't, I didn't have anybody to talk to. So I always wanted to be there for some young woman that really doesn't have anybody. She has somebody, but she feels like she doesn't. And um, in this day and age, I think we need to be there for the youth. We really need to have our ears open and our mouths closed and sometimes just listen to what they have to say because what they go through, what they deal with on a daily basis, that is serious for them and we can't discount it just because we're adults and we have all these responsibilities. They are dealing with things too, so we have to listen to them. So it was my pleasure to be able to volunteer with Girls, Inc. and Project Home Indy and to be a big sister to some young girls. So I enjoy that Vision Summer Beauty Camp. Um, that is my aunt's program. It's a beautiful program. She's been doing it for the past 25 years, and it's just a lovely program, and I am honored to be able to join her as well as the other organizations that I've lent my time to. Oh, bless your heart. I um, Tell us what it was. I mean, you have told us to a large degree, and maybe um, there is nothing to add, but I want to give you the opportunity, if there is, uh, in addition to you um, sharing your own self and in, ter- in, 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 in what you've said to us concerning not always having someone right there to talk to, was there anything else that motivated you to initiate Girl Talk? Yes, it was. And I'll try to make this as short as possible since we only have a 30-minute program. But um, like I said, I had a great mom, but she had things going on too. And because of that, there was a lot of things going on with me. I am a rape survivor. I am a molestation survivor. I was a teen mom, not one time, not two times. I was a teen mom three times. Um, I was a good student in high school for the most part. I ran track. I was on varsity since my freshman year. I ran track in middle school. And I had a lot going for me, and I just feel like that if, I would have had someone to talk to, maybe I could have avoided some of the things that I gotten into, whether it was my fault or not. And sometimes young girls just need somebody to listen to them and then care about them enough to steer them in the right direction or give them the right advice. And I didn't feel like I had that. And maybe if I would have had that, maybe I could have avoided some of the things I went through. And so my goal with starting Girl Talk and being a personal development coach is to help other young women, other young girls try to avoid some of the things that I went through, some of the pitfalls, 
because like I stated, if I had someone to talk to, someone to listen to me, someone to kind of grab me by the shoulder and say, hey, you're better than this. You are so much more capable of doing so many other good things in your life. But because I didn't have that someone to kind of guide me and steer me in the right direction, I was a teen mother, you know, three times over. You know, and Mm -hmm. I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason and our lives are predestined. But nonetheless, there was a lot of heartache and hardship that I went through that I could have possibly avoided if there was just somebody that just took the time out. Because we all are busy. I'm a busy woman. I have a husband. I have two grown kids. I have nieces that are doing amazing things. I'm busy too. But you know what? Of course. I, I have time to take out for some young girl that doesn't have someone to talk to, doesn't have that motherly figure, or doesn't feel like she's loved or cared for or doesn't feel beautiful, I'm going to be that person to her to say, hey, you're worthy, you're beautiful, you can achieve anything you want, and do not allow your mistakes or your setbacks to define your future. That is just so great. I hear very clearly that you have found healing and you have gone beyond what maybe even you uh, thought that you could achieve. But I'm also hearing um, that it is a mindset. You never would have been able to be where you are if you had sat down and said, woe is me. And then I I hear you saying whether it was your fault or not. But I certainly hope that someone, if not yourself, has counseled you that being a rape victim and a molestation victim, where in the world would the fault be? I hope you didn't blame, maybe you did blame yourself in the past, but are you blaming yourself now? No, you know what, that's one thing I didn't do. I did not blame myself because one thing I did know, I did know that none of that was any fault of mine. But Okay, I just want to make sure because when I heard you say, whether it's my fault or not, I was hoping and praying that it wasn't centered on those areas at least. You know, no, ma'am, not so at, no, good. ma'am, not at all. Maybe. No, I was when I was talking about whether my fault or not. I was talking about the teen pregnancies, and what some people don't understand, and that's why I've learned not to judge people, is because you never know what makes people do what they do. You never know what they're dealing with internally. And we're so quick as a world to judge people and say, oh, well, they're doing this and they're doing that, and they ought to be ashamed of themselves. But we don't know their backstory. And I believe that because of my backstory, because of the rape, because of the molestation, I did not have a father in my home, my father, which I loved him dearly, and, you know, we spoke when we could. But because I didn't have that father figure to show me how a man is supposed to treat me because of the molestation and because of the rape, I was promiscuous in my teen years. And that's just the honest-to-God truth. And I can admit that. And that's where the comment came from where some of it was my fault and some of it was not my fault. Because when you don't have anybody to talk to, when you don't have anybody telling you, hey, that's not the way to do it, and we can handle this in a more constructive way versus a self-destructive way. And the self-destruction came where me being promiscuous, you know, I thought that that was how I was supposed to receive love because that's how I was shown to receive love. I hear you, Sonia. I'm going, we're going to take a quick little break here, and when we come back, 
we're going to um, just peel the onion back a little bit more in terms of women, older women, being there for the younger women. And do you know that's a biblical principle? God asked the younger, the older women to teach the younger women. So hold that thought, and we'll be right back after this break. Is that good enough? Yes, Sonia, is that good? That's okay. good. Sounds great to me. <laughs> Shackley, known as the number one natural nutrition company in the U.S., recently released a nutritional system that is the best, most comprehensive in the world. If you've been thinking about upgrading your nutritional program, whether weight, sports, or a basic plan, what are you waiting for? Visit zen.myshackley.com or call Z at 650-741-4137 to learn more. That's 650-741-4137. Ask for Z and let Shackley help you meet your goals naturally, guaranteed. Okay, welcome back. Now, let's look at this onion I want to peel back. I want to ask you um, what your advice might be for women who are more than willing to be there for the younger uh, female, for the younger generation. But for whatever reason, the young person, it may not, they may not see, let's take me, they may not see me as their mother, but for some reason there's no connectivity. I mean, I know I can't force myself on anyone, but there's something, there's a link missing in that scenario because here I am or here Susie or Joan are willing to be available, but the younger lady doesn't connect. We are not connecting. What can you say um, about that? Are there any tips or insight you might have? Um, one thing that I've learned in my little journey with volunteering uh, with young ladies, young girls, is being relatable. They want to be able to relate to you. Um, I recall when I was volunteering at this one school, and the school was a school for kind of like they call them disruptive kids, bad kids. They had been thrown out of traditional school, and they were in this other school. And so Mm -hmm. – the girls, when I walked in, you know, I'm thinking, okay, we're going to do this girl talk program. This is going to be really great. How naive was I? You know, I thought they were going to receive me. And so they bring the girls to the area that we were going to be in, and they're looking at me like, who is this? You know, and if anyone knows me, I like to look my best at all times. I like to be, you know, prepped and primmed and, you know, just put my best face forward. Yeah. And so these girls are looking at me like, and they weren't, they weren't hearing anything I was saying. I was telling them about my program, what the point of the program was, and what I hoped the program would be to them. And they were just looking at me like I was crazy. So I was like, okay. And I've always understood that sometimes with some troubled kids, you have to peel back the layers piece by piece. It's not going to be immediate, and it's not going to happen right then and there. You, They have to trust you. And so I told them my story. I was honest with them. I am a firm believer that if I tell my story, no one else can tell my story and then add to it. So I tell my story all the time. I am so very transparent. You know, if I'm ever on the big stage one day where thousands of people, 
I'm sorry, where thousands and thousands of people are looking at me, no one will be able to say, well, I heard this or I heard that. No, Sonia already told us. But nonetheless, I told them my story. And once they heard my story, they were like, oh, okay. Because at first they seen this woman, hair laid, you know, I have my, my wedding ring on, I'm put together. But until I told them my story, they were like, she can't, she cannot relate to us. She hasn't gone yes, through anything. They, they had categorized you, yeah. Yes, they had, they had, and they prejudged me, in which they're kids. They can do that. And so once mm-hmm. I told them my story and where I've come from and how blessed I've been, because I also let them know that, hey, none of what I have and none of what I do is because of me. This is all about God. And I, and I, am, I tell people that. I'm flat out about that. I put in the work, but he put it in my heart to do. And so once I told them my story, they kind of, you know, they kind of was like, okay, they relaxed a little bit. So I believe that we have to be relatable to them. Now, everybody's story is not the same. Um, You know, you may not have my story, but if they know that you've come from a place of, you know, uncertainty, um, um, some negative experience that you had to pull your way out of, then they kind of say, well, hey, maybe she's been through something. It may not be what I've gone through, but she had to overcome something. And then once they know why you do it, then they're more apt to kind of trust you. But it takes time. It really does. It takes time. But I'm willing to put that time in. Yes, that's good. That's that's some good insight. I mean, not that we don't necessarily know that, but you've put it front and center. And so it's something for us to, even for me, as I sit here and listen to you, to grab a hold of and make sure I at least, you know, cover that area and also have some patience trying to nurture a relationship. Yeah. Okay. I really feel strong I really feel strongly about that because there are a lot of young girls and even women that are really going through and they feel like they don't have anybody, they don't feel like anyone understands. And once they realize that, hey, there are people out here that care about you enough to want to see you succeed, want to see you live the life that you want, the life that you know you deserve, then, you know, I think they'll They'll feel like, hey, maybe I can, you know, confide in this person. Maybe I, maybe I can tell her what's going on with me. But until they know we're out here, until they know that we're sincere about what we want to do and how we want to make changes in their life, then they're going to be, you know, they're going to just be isolated. And we need to make ourselves available. Yes. And I think social media has done a lot to, to, to bring the hardness um when we call ourselves friends on Facebook and uh, wherever else we call ourselves friends, it's it's not, we can't touch each other, you know. And it's just so easy to send an e-card versus going to the store and buying an, a, a card or even making a card yourself. And that be, you know, those latter two are so much more personable, obviously. Yes. Now I appreciate yes, right. card. I do. I mean, because it's it's still an effort. Uh, but it 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 is devoid of the of the sensory and the connectivity that comes from someone making an extra step. It's almost like writing a letter, you know, versus right. me texting you something. You know, I may right. need to text you real quick, but. Um, 
I should not forget, if I'm trying to cultivate relationship with you, I should not forget the more personable uh, venues that are at my disposal. You know, I'm not in Indiana, but if I was, and we could meet for coffee, for tea. Right. Uh, I mean, there are just so many things that we can do that people don't necessarily do anymore. Well, that's just like picking up the phone, picking up the phone. It's so easy to text. It is so easy to text. And we, we're busy throughout the day, and you can send a text, and then you're done, and you just wait for the response, versus picking up the phone and say, hey, girl, just called to see how you were doing, didn't want anything, don't want to hold you too long, but I was just thinking about you, and I wanted to let you know that you were on my mind. I was thinking about you, and I wish you well, and if there's anything that I can do for you, let me know. Simple conversation. Yes. That's right. Takes five minutes, you know. So, oh. and I and I truly believe oh. what you said about social media, in terms of you know we just we know each other via social media. Media, you know, we don't write a letter. You know, they've taken. Uh, I think they've taken handwriting out of school, so there's no longer handwriting. They don't teach kids how to write. You know, so I think social media can be a crutch. Um, it can be a disservice but it also allows us to reach people as well. So that's a good thing. Oh, yes, thing. absolutely. Otherwise, you and I never would have connected. But exactly. the beauty of it is that we have also, all, we have also talked on the phone. <laughs> we have. We have. And that was amazing. So that's the beauty of it. And I, and I believe that we will continue that process. We will. Uh, using we both. Will. No, using we both. will. Texts, emails, phone conversation, whatever. But before yep. our program ends, <clears throat> Let's look at mindset a little bit. And, um, you know, you said something very important when you uh, started speaking, and that was that we have the tendency, you're describing these girls who might feel like they can't talk to their moms. And, And I really realize that some individuals, whether it be mom or dad, are to a large degree, unapproachable. But there's so many parents who are dying to have relationship with their kids. Mm-hmm. And for there's that shell. I mean, they're trying to relate. Sometimes they try to relate to the point that they're being their friend versus being their parent. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. But in your sessions, um, have you thought about or have you already done something about when you have a a girl who says, I can't talk to my mom, to explore that area and maybe help her to see if it is indeed true that it might be the way she's perceiving her mom and what she thinks is her mom, not her not being able to talk to her mom, it may be something within her. Now, I know that's asking a lot of some of these young people, particularly depending on maturity, but we know mindset plays such a role. And if I'm looking at everything negatively, I'm going to have a negative output. You know what, um, Ms. Zenobia, we just had this conversation um, with a series of talks that I have once a month called Conversations for Our Daughters. Mm-hmm. And Friday, we have it once a month. We're having a series of six talks, and Friday was um, our second talk, and it was about single motherhood. And the conversation came up in girls feeling like they can't talk to their moms, and then moms should be able to talk to their girls. And so the conversation went, 
as follows. You know, moms are, single mothers are busy. They're tired, they're going to school, they're working, they're trying to make a better life for their daughters. But at the end of the day, mothers, you have to take time out to encourage your daughter, to motivate her, to empower her. Even if it's just for five or five or ten minutes, you have to give her yes. that little bit of time. Because if you don't, she'll find it someplace else, and you won't like where she, where she finds it at. And then That's for right. the daughters, daughters, please understand that your mothers are out here making it happen. She's working. She's going to school. She's working a second job because she wants a better life for you than she had growing up. Understand where she comes from. She may not mean to be snappy, but because of the stress of the day, it comes out the wrong way. Just be patient. When she gets home, give her five or ten minutes or maybe 30 minutes. Let her calm down. Bring her a cool drink and ask her, Mom, is there anything I can do for you? That kind of breaks down the barrier, breaks down the wall, and then the conversation is more inviting. Well, I love that. For the mother and and daughter. I am so happy to hear that 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 you are doing even that with them. And it's all about working together. It doesn't matter what the relationship is, whether it's mother, daughter, mother, son, husband, wife, friend to friend. We have to meet each other at least halfway, if not more, and at we least have halfway. to get each other the benefit of the doubt. And I am we sorry, did. but we are out of time. I'm going to have to have you come back yet again. Would you do I that I enjoyed for us? it. Oh, yes, I would. I totally enjoyed this. It is so my element. This was my first podcast. I was a little nervous. But you know what? When you told me to just take a deep breath and relax, everything is going to be fine, it really did work. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, you know, being on your show and speaking with your audience and speaking with you, and it would be my honor to come back. We will have you back, and at, I will. we will have you back, and we will schedule that at another time. But for now, this is Zenobia Bailey broadcasting from the Pacific Northwest, delighted to have my new friend, Sonia Cook, from the Midwest, Indianapolis, Indiana, on the show today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, you are very welcome. And you can look Sonia up under Girl Talk or Sonia Very Quickly. What's your uh, website? My website is girltalkincorporated.com, and that's for my empowerment program for girls 10 to 18. And then my personal development uh, website is Sonia Cook, Cook with an E, soniacookthementor.com. And you can uh, reach me at Facebook at Sonia Cook at S. Cook Mentor. And let me just interject very quickly Sonia is with a Y. Not an I. Sonia is with a Sonia is with a C O O K E. If you need yes. help and you can't uh, find her, contact me and we'll see you next time. Goodbye, everyone.